it's Loom Group's Andrea Lay, Backview's Melissa Burdick, the wizard of Woodland Hills Shree, and I'm PVSB from Flywheel, a division of Omnicom, and I'm coming to you today from the Catskills. Be playing Heckinger's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Before we get to the CPG Guys episode you've downloaded, it's the week of May 6th, and it's time for the Fresh Four, for curated news stories from the past week. We find them dependably intriguing. We hope you do too. We're brought to you through our partnership with Retail Wit, your one-stop shop for retail industry intelligence news, retailwit.com. It's retail right now. Over to you, Shree. In case you're wondering what this background is, I'm at, I'm at my father-in-law's house all the way in Chennai, India for the next couple of weeks. So what's the message of the week? Kroger Precision Marketing strikes a partnership with none other than Yahoo DSP. So Yahoo DSP advertisers now have access to KPM's audiences for both reach and measurement. Partnership marks KPM's second DSP partnership since last fall and ushers in a new focus on commerce media for Yahoo advertising in particular. Collaborations like this one will define the next phase of growth in retail media as retailers recognize the limitations of monetization on their own digital properties and seek incremental growth by expanding offsite. This is said by Sara Marzano, principal analyst at eMarketer. For advertisers, the delayed but still impending deprecation of third-party cookies, which is now on its way, continues to underpin every decision regarding digital advertising dollars. So solutions that safeguard their investments against that hold increasing appeal. Over to you, Andrea. Hello, Fresh 4 listeners. Walmart adds a new grocery line to its private brand's portfolio. Walmart has announced a new private label grocery brand called Better Goods. The line includes 300 items spanning categories such as frozen, dairy, snacks, beverages, pasta, soups, coffee, and chocolate. With most items priced under $5, Better Goods focuses on three key components, culinary experiences, plant-based, and made without. The retailer said Better Goods marks not only its largest private food brand launch in two decades, but also its fastest grocery brand brought to market. Over to you, Melissa. Thanks, Andrea. Uh, so, Savemark companies roll out in-store retail media networks. It's not enough that we have online. Now we're moving to in-store retail media networks. The Savemark companies plans to roll out in-store connect, an in-store retail media network powered by Quad Graphics Inc. To start, 16 of the grocery company stores will have digital screens, kiosks, end caps, shelf screens, and vertical banners throughout, allowing CPG partners to showcase promotions, product information, and recommendations to shoppers. The program will eventually roll out to all the Savemark companies, approximately 200 stores. This is Savemark's latest retail media effort, coming almost a year after a launch of its own retail media network. Over to you, Peter. Thanks, Melissa. Rite Aid expands Uber Eats' partnership for alcohol delivery in eight states. Nearly 1,000 Rite Aid stores will now offer alcohol delivery via retailers' expanded partnership with Uber Eats. Customers of legal drinking aid can get delivery from select stores in California, Idaho, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Virginia, and Washington. Quote, our collaboration and trusted partnership with Uber Eats underscores our commitment to meet the evolving needs of our customers and providing a seamless digital shopping experience complements their busy lives, unquote, said Jeannie Walden, Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer at Rite Aid, the U.S.'s third largest pharmacy retailer. That's it for the Fresh Four. Now on to the CPG Guys episode that you've downloaded. Welcome to another episode of the CPG Guys podcast. Our co-hosts, Sri Rajagopalan and Peter V.S. Bond, 
explore how brands and retailers engage with consumers online, in-store, and everywhere in between. And now, here are Sri and Peter. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the CPG Guys Omni 2021 Award Ceremony. This, of course, is, as I mentioned, episode 3, and I'm here with my co-host for this annual special. The VP of Loyalty and Retail Strategy at Fetch Rewards, the President of Backview, Ms. Peter Bond, the President of Backview, Melissa Burdick, and the Illuminati herself, Andrea <laughs> Lay. Which later tonight, I hope we'll find out what the Illuminati is all about. But I heard how it was formed, and congratulations for it. And, you um, know, when Backview uh, recently merged with another company. We had uh, Melissa on to talk about her business. I think it's only fair that we invite on Absolutely. Andrea yeah. Absolutely. to give us a preview of what the Illuminati yeah. is all about. I would be delighted to talk Alright, stay tuned for that, people. It's coming to an upcoming episode. Perfect. We'll hear all about what our Fresh Fork colleague Andrea's got cooking with her new business. With that, it's that time of the year, and of course, everybody's excited because the holidays, we're right in the middle of holiday season. And it also happens to be the award season. And the CPG guys are honored to present the most prestigious, recognized, as well as reviewed awards to ever grace, ever grace, the omni-channel digital CPG and retail landscape. The omnis, omnis, omnis. <laughs> you know, you could have produced that with Echo via the... It's so much better when I do it on my own, you know? It, it adds to the, the authenticity and the, pre- and the prestige of this award show. That's why I say he's the man with the golden voice on the radio, da, da, da. Ah, yes. While I say all that in jest, our goal, of course, is to always provide educational knowledge and entertainment to this industry. This industry is in the middle of a transformation, and the goal is, as long as we continue to do this, hopefully the education you get, we encourage everybody to continue to provide quality products and value to the consumer. That said, welcome to the three of you. Thanks for having us. Welcome, Melissa. Honored to be here. Shri, this is part three. Can't wait to get to it. This is where we get to talk about all the transformation and excellence going on with retailers. Boy, this is going to be a good one. We saved the best for last, didn't we, Shri? Heck yeah. (laughs) And I want to remind you all how we did this. Of course, I'm doing the introduction, but the winners, the nominees, picked by a panel of three that put a lot of time into this. Who other than our three MCs sitting next to me? So thank you, MCs, for actually putting time into this. And when I think back, I think we started this conversation back in way before Thanksgiving in early November, maybe even late October. So this has been two months in the cooking and the making, call it what you may. So thank you to all of you. Peter? All right. You know, Shri, just putting together this list, curating it, the many nights we spent on Zoom calls, well into the morning hours, the wee hours of the evening, where we were just trying to figure out who was really deserving of these awards. I cannot thank enough our Fresh Four co-hosts, Andrea and Melissa, for taking that time, dedicating that to help make the Omni Awards for the retail categories as powerful and aspiring as we know they will be. And I wonder if the late cocktails actually came in handy during those. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think that I, I think we're definitely going to have to include in in the crit. You know what we're going to do? We're going to actually embed in the liner notes of the Omni Awards ooh, ooh. some of Andrea's cocktail recipe. Raising the bar. <laughs> How about that, people? This is your little Easter egg, or is it actually a Christmas stocking? But in any event, look in the digital liner notes of this podcast episode for a fabulous cocktail recipe, courtesy of our inspiration, Miss Andrea Lang. Well, Illuminati herself. The Illuminati. Technically, it's courtesy of my husband, Justin Lay. But if you listen to this whole episode, we will give you the recipe at the end. There you go. Ooh, I like it. Okay. All right. Well, I think we have come up with an indisputable list of... Indisputable. <laughs> The final word. It's so much better sitting next to the echo. It is. It is. It's it's very good. There we go. Um, And we did have a lot of fun putting these together. I know I learned a lot in the process of discussing these award winners with my esteemed colleagues here and certainly learned a lot. But before we get to the awards, I wanted to remind everyone that all of the CPG Guys content, including the podcast, which is now available on 40 plus platforms, the weekly Fresh Four that includes Melissa and I giving you uh, e-commerce news delivered uh, on a weekly basis, as well as the LinkedIn page, all the content from the Omnis Awards and the award winners can all be found on the cpgguys.com. And if you think we deserve an award for delivering the freshest news each week, you only need to leave a rating on Apple uh, Podcasts by visiting ratethatpodcast.com backslash CBG guys and give us that, what, five-star rating, six-star season? I like five. Five. So ratethispodcast.com slash CBG guys. You know what? I'll lower the bar and settle for five. I'll settle for five. five. (laughs) Melissa, I think you deserve an award in the previous episode, which is on Marketplaces for picking Alibaba. By now, I think the three of you are realizing that that's my pet peeve here, that here in the US, <laughs> what we have not time to understand that. So, without any further ado, we're gonna jump now into the what we came together here for, and that is the Omnis. I know you're brimming in anticipation, and this is episode three. And hey, wait a minute. Thank you. Drum yes. yes. This episode is our favorite episode because it's all about retail. I know in the last 30 days, all four of us have been in and out of many retail websites. We thank all retailers for enabling enabling our household shopping passions and for getting us organized for the end of the year holidays as well. I think I set a record streak, 14 straight days of boxes arriving at my house. (laughs) From e-commerce transactions. 14 straight days, I'm in now a lifetime of daily boxes every day. But like yeah. more than I, that's 365 seconds. days a year. Really? That much? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I stand, I, I stand in awe. Well, I sit in awe because I'm sitting right I now. mean, we almost <laughs> never go to the store. Yeah. I think we've started in that path now other than food and bath. I don't see a need for me to go to the store anymore. Food and bath is the only thing. You know, I you can get those things delivered. I like <laughs> I just love it. I love walking the aisles, but only food and bath. Now, let me explain how we're going to do this. Just like our previous episodes, our three esteemed and honorable MCs here will take turns announcing the awards, and I'm going to kick it out first by handing it over to Andrea. 
All right, so the first award is Best in Class Omni. And this is a tough award because it is, it's the best one. Who's the best one? And the winner is Target. So Target, I think the, the main reason that we chose Target was because they have a, they, their strategy is all about differentiation. They're not racing to be the fastest delivery and compete with Amazon. You know, they're focused on what makes Target special, which is, uh, according to their, their Q3 earnings call, bringing customers joy mm -hmm. and making the shopping experience both online and in store really inspiring and joyful. Um, also for, you know, their assortment strategy, having all of those things that as consumers, we certainly need, but also a uh, part of their assortment always reserved for, um, you know, something that's new and inspiring, kind of going back to that giving, giving, delivering joy for the customer. Um, and also their ability to build house brands. And, you know, if you look at the, the two that kind of come to mind for me are the Just In Motion brand that grew to a billion dollars in, in less than a year. I mean, that is a really incredible trajectory from, from a brand building perspective. Huge. Absolutely. And, and Good and & Gather, I think, is another one that's on track to be a billion dollar brand. Putting Ulta Beauty in 100 stores, really delivering on that beauty experience for the consumer. And, and also having a great Bopus experience, which Melissa will talk about in a little while. So winner for Best in Class Omni goes to Target. Well, I've got the next award that goes to Best UGC Experience. We talked about social proof, helping consumers make educated purchase decisions by getting opinions from people who've already tried the product. And the award, it goes to two retailers, two retailers that Andrea just mentioned. It's a partnership between Target and Ulta. Many of you may know that Ulta started launching store within a store inside of Target stores here in the United States. Not only have they built defined sections, they have a unique assortment curated from Ulta's store assortment. They have an in-store consultant to help people. But what's even more impressive is that Ulta has been phenomenally effective at collecting UGC from its shoppers for the products it sells, it actually, in a, in a rather remarkable move, decided to share that content for display on Target.com. So for all of the Ulta products that are being sold in-store and online, you can actually see content that is bad as having been sourced from Ulta.com. So they understood that, that to make their products really effective at selling in Target, not just having the products there, but actually also providing the content necessary to help Target shoppers make decisions about buying those products was essential for the success of the launch. And that's really, truly an omni-channel strategy. So Ulta, Target, you're the winner of best UGC experience in retail. So Target's getting a lot of love in our, in our first couple of awards here. And we promised they didn't pay us for this. They did not pay us. <laughs> but they can. This is not a sponsor. No. They, <laughs> not a sponsor. We, can't, we, can't, we can't take Target gift cards? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. But our, but our next award is BOPIS, which stands for Buy Line Pickup and Store. And Andrew was just telling me that in their Q2 earnings results, um, Target is the winner. Spoiler alert. We told you that they are in our first few awards. <laughs> 
and Andrea alluded to it, but 60% of Bobuses, is that a word? Bobuses? Yeah. yeah. people? Bobuses. Curbsides. It was invented here by Melissa. Bobuses, um, say that three times fast, go in store. Yeah. I think it's incredible. Wow. They go, the customers buy online, they pick up, they park their car, and they go into the store. They realize they needed a couple more items to top think, off their order. I think it is, well, I think it's a couple things. I think they want to. They want those dollar and five dollar things. Yeah, that no right one wants to. Friend. Exactly. No yeah. one wants to shop for toothpaste, but you do want the rest of the Target experience. So get, get the stuff out of the way that you know you need, and then go in and be inspired. And I think it's also, um, it's also probably some measure of inventory reserving, you know, making sure it's there when you get there so you don't have to make another trip. I love Target's drive-up service. It is my absolute favorite. The one thing that I expect that they're going to solve for in 2022 is addressing the department that Shree's favorite to talk about. What's the department, Shree? I'm not, I'm going to let you mention it. It's all about impulse. Uh, expect, expect there to be a solution that allows people who are coming to pick up their store through, pick up their order through the drive-through mm-hmm. to be able to top off those orders, even in their car with some impulse items that'll satisfy their immediate needs. I, like I spend, really like looking through those dollar bins though. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, there, I don't, I, there are still people that are going to go into the store, but I think that there is even more improvement and an opportunity to capture those people that are not going in the store with a couple of additional items that are high frequency and high value that they know that when they come out with the basket, it's kind of like they have a couple other items in there. Say, would you like this and add it on? Oh, sure, I'll just put it in your bag. Oh, no, just actually hand me through the window so I can eat it right now because I'm angry. It's like when you go to Nordstrom and they bring you the two shoes you asked for and they bring you yet another one you didn't ask for just in case. That happens to stream me all the time. However, you know what's official today, folks? What? I think we know Andrea's guilty pleasure. It's been promoted from the lay household cocktails to the dollar bins. <laughs> and apparently the Nordstrom shoes. And Nordstrom Too many Nordstrom shoes. Wow, talk about very diverse purchasing behavior. <laughs> in, in our industry, we would say that covers the spectrum of the household wallet. Pretty much. Andrew, I think you're next, aren't you? All right. So uh, the next award is Best Pure Play. Um, And I think it's no surprise that this award goes to Amazon. You know, when you think about what's most important in a pure play player, it is speed and scale. And Amazon has certainly delivered on both of those through this past year. Um, you know, they've had, they've had some hiccups as it relates to labor shortages and supply shortages, but they've, you know, they've quickly figured out how to address those, how to hire, how to bring in more inventory. And um, I believe they've doubled their fulfillment center space in the last couple of years. So that's pretty remarkable. They were already big before the pandemic started, um, but now even bigger. And I think a couple of noteworthy things are just really the growth of the ad platform and you know what that's looking like. I think that's tracking around 8% of their revenue now and the uh, third-party sales being more than half of their sales, which I know you guys talked about a little bit last year. Um, you know, those are certainly noteworthy, but I think in so far as advertising, they've really only scratched the surface because um, of what they're doing with, and you know, they're getting all of the NFL and being able to offer that kind of exposure to brands is going to be pretty incredible. Andrea, this morning when I flew out of Bradley Airport in Hartford to come here. I passed the brand new Amazon fulfillment center. It's twice as large as the airport terminal. (laughs) 
Seriously, that is huge. That's huge. I know they get. I know that they're not, um, you know, socially quite as popular right now, but they are certainly taking care of, um, you know, paying their workers well. They're paying above market wages in almost every city that they're operating in. Don't and benefits and benefits and signing bonuses. I mean, you have to do what you have to do to to get the workers right now because we're just we're having such a shortage, you know, globally. But, um, but you know. They're still on top, as far as 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 CarePlay goes. You know, at the time of this recording, I, I actually remembered a Wall Street Journal article from November 30th, and referred to Amazon now having over 900 fulfillment centers. I think of when we think of Amazon, we think they don't have store scale. Yeah. I think of every one of those fulfillment centers as stores. Yeah. Nine hundred plus, and there's, plus now there's Amazon Fresh stores, there's Go stores. They it was like a year ago or something that they they're the second largest employer, right next to the federal government. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So and right next to where we are physically sitting right now, there's an Amazon uh, grocery store where you can check out using your palm. Oh, I love that. that. So fun. I think I know what the Fresh Four are doing after we yeah. finish recording this episode. Yeah. Talk, that literally is talking to the hand. Talk to the hand. Wow. It, it may sound scary to some, but I can't tell like not having to dig through your purse for your credit card to be able to just put your palm and pay. Especially if you've got a not kid even on your, your head. Phone, not just your palm. Your palm, yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, you know, that's Convenience good. Convenience best. I mean, even better when you can just walk out. Wow. Right? Like that is, it's, if anyone's ever calm. had that experience. I think it's palm and walk out. Out you go. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Sheree, we have so much more to explore in 2022. <laughs> I, think, I think that drove a five-second speechless moment over there. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're up, Peter. All right. My favorite award. Best retail media platform. We've already talked in these episodes about the incredible rapid pace at which new platforms are being introduced. My dry cleaner down the street, one store. They have a retail media platform. Yeah, they, it's basically pieces of paper they take to the window. But, I mean, everybody's getting into this. Them and then soon be on TikTok. And it will be, but everybody's getting into it. But while we can talk about what's going on with Amazon and the growth at Walmart with Walmart Connect, I'm going to go back to a company that I used to work with at the beginning of the prior decade, and that is actually... Kroger Precision Marketing is the winner for best retail media platform. The amount of data that they have built through their 8451 division and the precision ability to target consumers on their own retail media platform, what makes them the winner is that just recently they expanded that targeting of digital advertising outside of their walled garden with the introduction of the private marketplace. That allows brands to use purchasing behavior at Kroger to target people for open web advertising. That is some really powerful stuff. They have the best platform. They have been doing this. They started doing this in the early 2000s through a partnership with Unhumby, which ultimately evolved into 8451. Uh, and what started is those wonderful little 14 coupons that got mailed to you through snail mail has now evolved into uh, yet another retail media juggernaut. So Kroger Precision Marketing and 8451, you have delivered the best retail media platform of 2020. Awesome. 
All right, so next up is Best User Experience. This award goes to Nordstrom. Uh, they have a really great, now, I don't know if there's a coincidence, they don't have a marketplace that, you know, is so prominent. Marketplaces are tough, especially on Amazon. It, it's hard sometimes to find things. Sometimes people call it mall the mess because it's hard to wade through marketplace. Um, right? I've never heard of that. That's cool, really cool. Cool. And that's that target. And you look at what Target did. Right? Target decided with Target Plus, they curate. You can't be on the marketplace unless you're invited. Oh, yeah. It's highly curated. And so Nordstrom hasn't gotten there yet. They may get there. They, but, they probably will. But their retail customer experience, I agree with you. Yeah. Was it's a amazing. Uh, oh, sorry. They have a really big dropship business, which I think kind of, yeah. yep. it's another way to get there yep. on, on selling assortment that you don't have in your warehouses. <clears> but. Just the way that they curate clothes for you and outfits, it makes it very easy to shop. And so for that reason, Nordstrom has the best user experience. They've also got a great focus. So like mm -hmm. from a user experience, if you're picking up, they've, they've got those stations now in all of the stores and you can just drive up. In downtown Seattle, they'll watch your car for you. There's like a, you can really? pull right up in downtown Seattle and leave your car there and they will bring, you can go up or if there's someone there, they'll bring it out to your car. So right been, in the middle of the city. I've actually been testing that out in the Northridge Mall in Northridge, California, just north of Los Angeles. And anybody want to guess how this jacket was procured? <laughs> Nordstrom buy online pickup in the store? Why the exact service that you described, wait in lane, go to your parking spot, wait, use the app, and it literally took 120 seconds. And I'm talking 120 seconds for yep. someone to come from inside the mall. So this wasn't even the anchor store at the mall. And wow. to me, that is like convenience at its best. Most of the stores even have a little dressing room right when you walk in that's set up like a temporary mm -hmm. one set up by Bopis. So you, they'll watch your car, you run it, you try it on, and then you can walk out with it if you want to. It's pretty that's incredible. Right. All right, so our next one is is Rising Star, right? Okay, this one um, goes to Dollar General. Dollar General, I know. Okay, Dollar General has been on my radar for a little while now, and here's why. So even pre-pandemic, they were growing close to 20% year-over-year. Year. So that's pretty big for you know a large retailer. Um, they, they brought on kind of this whole... Um, turnaround strategy and Mr. Vassos or Vassos, I'm not sure how to say their CEO's name, is leading this transformation effort. They are launching new stores, they've launched Bopis, they have an ad platform, they're launching fresh food, and we all know the dollar segment has done really well over the last two years. So I'm feeling super bullish on Dollar General as, um, you know, they're kind of filling that gap in maybe a little bit more some of the areas that Walmart isn't. You know, like it's a little bit of a smaller format. It's a little easier in and out. They're in some areas that Walmart's not in. So um, feeling really bullish on Dollar General. And so going to give them the rising star award. You know, their proximity to the population of the U.S. population, it eclipses the likes of Walgreens and CVS. Yeah, they're now at almost 20,000 stores. Yeah, because they, can, they have a smaller footprint. So it's unlike Walmart who has to have so much space to be able to launch somewhere. They can just go. I mean, when you think about all these vacant strip malls, um, you know, that's where Dollar General can really scoop up some yeah. highly valuable and inexpensive real estate. Real estate yeah. Yeah. While we see and we hear all of the retail shuttering stories that are going on, They're quietly okay. and methodically, yeah. Dollar General is growing and growing hmm. and growing. Yeah. 
One to watch. All right. Well, uh, I have the opportunity to give the award for best and most resilient supply chain among retailers. This one's going to a dark horse. It's the one that said we need to control the entire supply chain. Uh, and that means the delivery component. We're giving this actually to GoPuff. GoPuff has, has brought a revolution of, well, two days isn't enough, one day isn't even enough, half an hour is what you need to expect. And so what they did is they decided that they would vertically integrate. They have dark stores, they have their own delivery service, and they deliver those products to your house in 30 minutes or less. And they've strategically located those particularly around um, major academic institutions in those communities, because those are the people that are looking late night to get their munchies and beverages mm -hmm. delivered to them. They built a tremendous model. How do we know that it's so tremendous? Because suddenly we see the likes of Albertsons and Walmart and others all trying to replicate that kind of a service that they need to be able to give them there. It's, you know, getting a two hour delivery window the next day isn't enough. Mm -hmm. I want my stuff within 30 minutes. So, what have they done? They systematically bought a major alcohol brick and mortar retailer in California when they bought BevMo. They recently bought and moved themselves into Europe. They uh, are positioning themselves to be a force in the immediate delivery business of household essential needs. Uh, so this award for success in supply chain, it's going to go to go. And look out because they just got a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are a very, they are a, uh, a bona fide unicorn. Yep, they're unicorn uh, SoftBank, it is probably one of their biggest investments, and they uh, they are poised for growth. They have money to expand. It's why everybody's going after them because they 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 fill the niche all from a couple of guys sitting in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Some mm -hmm. I think uh, first generation immigrants children of first-generation immigrants, uh, and what a success story that those, those, uh, the people at GoPuff have uh, produced. Really phenomenal. Well, really excited about your dark horse candidate. Yeah. <laughs> Peter. Okay, we have, we have one more, yeah. and it is um, Best Sustainability Commitment, and that award goes to Walmart. Isn't that the world's most elite retailer, Shri? Kicking the words out of my mouth. I know. It's not the first time I've said it. <laughs> so Walmart gets this award because they have made a public commitment to be carbon neutral by 2035. And that is a pretty big commitment to make for such a large retailer. And at their scale, if they can actually accomplish that, um, that's pretty remarkable and it, and it will have an impact on our environment. So very excited to give the best sustainability award to Walmart. Wow. In between the roller coaster ride that the industry was in 2021, these are the moments we all get. It's the holiday season. We get to partake in some rest, relaxation, and some much needed entertainment. That's why we do this. After all, the CPG guys is a show. So I hope you all enjoyed listening to the show. We like to be a little entertaining while we're educating. I think that makes it enjoyable for both us and hopefully for our audience. MCs, I can't thank you enough. Melissa, President of Backview, Peter Bond, the uh, VP of Loyalty and Retail Strategy for Fetch Awards, and Andrea Lee, better known as the Illuminati, which of course we're going to come back in another episode and describe what the Illuminati is all about. I can't thank you enough for doing this. It was a tremendous labor of love. It was an absolute delight. I learned so much, and thank you for having us.
And we got to do this together. Yay! I R L. Peter doesn't have to piece together four videos. I yeah. know. It's so much easier not having to sing a line. Especially when I send him at the last minute. That's okay. <laughs> Me too. Melissa, any closing thoughts? This is, it'll be really interesting to see what are all the different things that happen next year. I'm sure that there are a lot of you, like your dark horse go have, were they on last year? No. Right? No, weren't even on our radar. So are there going to be some that go out of business? Or are there going to be some that new ones that are in business? Merges, move into adjacent spaces like the example we had with DoorDash and, yeah. and Uber Eats. Wow. It's going to be interesting to watch. But one of the things I love, I love about this show is that it's really about educating the community. And because things are changing so fast all the time, we really want to keep everyone up on what's going on and kind of reactions to it. So. And the best way to keep them fresh is for them to listen to the Fresh Four. There you go. Absolutely. And we are also honored that we have two guests here co-hosting the Fresh Four and doing the show with us this year. Two, I would say, industry experts, the best best you can have, best in class experts on Omnichannel. Y'all were of course part of the transformation mm -hmm. of the industry right from the very beginning. So Peter and I sincerely are thrilled that you've chosen to participate in not just this award ceremony, but also in the Fresh Pot every single week. With that, I want to remind our audience that you can find all the CPG Guys content easily on cpgguys.com. Of course, join this conversation about the changing nature of our industry and you can help shape it by simply going to linkedin.com, going to the search bar, typing CPG guys and hit the blue plus follow button or the follow button. That easy. Best of all, <laughs> Peter, I believe the content is free. Yeah, we don't charge for this, do we? We gotta change it now. We don't want to change it. Education and knowledge should never be charged for. Knowledge, you know, the motto of Faber College from the movie Animal House, knowledge is good. Mm. Yeah. Knowledge is wisdom, knowledge is You hear that? Tom, we just drop some. Before I close this episode out, I remember Miss Aluminati telling us that she was going to share a recipe. Oh, right. The drink oh, recipe. Okay, so it is a peanut butter old-fashioned. And you make it the same way that you make a regular old-fashioned. So instead, we've got bitters. Yep. We've got vermouth. Yep. Uh, we've got what else? What's the most important thing? We have bourbon, but not just any bourbon. Right. You sub half of the bourbon for peanut butter uh, whiskey, which is uh, screwball. It's mm. called screwball. And it's absolutely delicious. White cap. Warms your tummy. Oh, so delicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing that, Andrea. Very kind of you. And I want to remind our audience that tomorrow is the last episode for 2021. We have our friend Brian Gilmanberg, SVP of Commerce at Omnicom. I look forward to that. See you soon in another episode. Content in this podcast episode is provided for general informational purposes only. By listening to our episode, you understand that no information contained in this episode should be construed as advice from CPG Guys LLC or the individual author, hosts, or guests, nor is it intended to be a substitute for research on any subject matter. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by CPG Guys LLC. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them 
or any entity they represent. The views expressed by CPG Guys LLC do not represent the views of their employers or the entity they represent. CPG Guys LLC expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, or inability to use this podcast or the information we present in this podcast.